Hey gang, Coach Bruce Babishan here, a.k.a. your corner man, and I want to thank you so much for tuning in. Each week, my podcast takes a deep dive into what it truly takes to get the most out of yourself and those you lead in business, sports, and life. The show is real, it's raw, it's intense, very informative, and sometimes really emotional, but I promise in every episode, there is something that each one of you can take and immediately put to work that can have a positive impact on you or your program. Now sit back and enjoy this week's show. Hey everyone, welcome to the show. Coach Bruce Babishan here, aka your corner man. As always, I'm honored and delighted that you've decided to join me for the show. Uh, If you listened to last week's show, we had the great legend Jerry Cooney on. It was a wonderful conversation, heartfelt story of success, failure, redemption, you know, just a guy at peace and a great ambassador for the sport of boxing, but also a great teacher from his life lessons. So be sure to check that out. This week, we're going to be talking about something different. We're going to be talking about team building and culture building, and we'll get into that for a second. But before we do, listen, if you're listening to the show from my website, www.yourcornerman.com forward slash podcast, please leave your email address. That way we can keep you abreast of what's happening, let you know when new shows drop. We promise not to bombard you, but we do want to stay in touch. You can also leave suggestions and comments, and we take those to heart. If you're listening on Google or Stitcher, or Apple, or any other platforms where quality podcasts can be heard, please leave us a five-star rating. That'll drive us up in the rankings. More people get to hear uh, what I have to offer in the show. And really, I want to talk about that for a second. What I have to offer is where I have expertise. You know, I stay in my lane. I'm not talking about how to make more money, at least not directly. I'm not talking about get-rich-quick schemes or social media. What I'm talking about is where I've dedicated my life. I have three things, you know. It's pretty simple. You know, I'm either in the gym working with fighters, trying to build, develop champions, or I'm sharing what I've learned as a coach over the years, whether it be, my, you know, as a high school football coach or a coach in the gym, and also from my uh, business experience. You know, some of you don't know, I had a tremendous business career prior to walking away and dedicating my life, pursuing my own dream of coaching. But I was at the top of the food chain in that world, too. And and to be quite frank with you, everything I do uh, is to share what I've learned about leadership about team building, about peak performance, about mental toughness. You know, that's where I have tremendous expertise. That's where I have uh, tremendous experience. That's what I've dedicated myself to learning and growing about every single day. And that's what I share. So, you know, that's what you can count on me every week uh, to talk about. And that's what you can look for. And now look, if you're a business leader, if you have an event coming up, if you're an event planner or something like that, uh, have a peer group and you're looking for somebody to come on and do a talk, I've been giving tons of these uh, Zoom talks over the past couple of months during COVID. I've been talking to teams and you know organizations and businesses around the country this past uh, since last March. I guess I'll continue to do that until it breaks free. We can get back in person and get back to, to normal business. But I'm sharing the same message. So if you're interested in that and having me come on board and, and share with your team about the areas where I have expertise and the areas where I spend growing every day, please go to my website, www.yourcornerman.com. Go to the speaking section. You can leave your information with, the, with me in the contact section and somebody on my team or I'll get back to you ASAP. Now, this week's show is going to be about culture building, you know, how to build unbeatable teams and how to build a strong team culture. And everything I share with you is what I've developed over the past 20, 25 years as a coach. Uh, I have a thing that I call the 10 truths. And basically, stated, these are the 10 things I know about every single person before I've ever met them. And uh, at the core of every great culture, these 10 things are answered. These 10 things are provided uh, by great cultures to their people. Now, sometimes it happens 
uh, out of you know happenstance and sometimes it happens by design. But what I'm going to try and do with you today, I'm not going to share all 10. I'm going to share two or three, and then I'll have another show share two or three because I don't want to keep you too long, keep you about 15, 20 minutes at a pop. Uh, but there are 10 things that I know that call the 10 truths about every single person before I ever met them, and they're how I go about building a great team culture. So let's dive into that right now. So the first thing that I know about every single person uh, is that we all want to be loved. And uh, that's a very simple statement, but it's true. Um, you know, people tell you, I don't care what other people think, and th that's not true. Uh, what we all care about, really, in life is uh, we all want to be loved. We all want to be cared for. Uh, we want our emotions and our, you know, our heart, the things that we feel in our heart reciprocated. This is just about being a human being. And uh, doesn't have, this is, you know, it, listen, I'm in, I'm in the, one of the toughest sports and one of the toughest environments of some of the toughest people in the world. And we use the word love all the time. Now, this doesn't mean if you're the boss of a company, I want you to run up and down the hallways yelling at everybody, I love you, I love you. But listen, love is, you can express yourself and you're caring for people. What I really mean is, is that people will do anything for you if they know that you care about them. You know, if you are constantly just trying to take and draw, people are just a utility to you. Uh, eventually they're going to stop giving. They're going to understand. And, and one thing else, you know, if you don't care about the people you lead and they know that you don't care about them, you know, when it becomes time, when you need to get extra from them, when you need to ask more from them, maybe when you need to ask more than they should give, they're not going to be available to give it. But if they know you care about them, if you know you care about them in your heart, you know, people are going to be much, much more willing to give and much, much more willing to sacrifice. So, you know, as a leader, you need to take your time. And you need to spend time getting to know the people that you have the, the responsibility of leading. You know, you need to stop and ask them questions and really be sincere about them as people. You know, uh, there's not an athlete that I coach that I don't want to know something about outside of the gym. Uh, you know, I spend a great deal of time getting to know the athlete. Uh, and I get a great deal of time. I have, uh, you know, five or six assistant coaches and I spend a great deal of time getting to know them, knowing about their personal life, what motivates them, what doesn't motivate them, the challenges that they're facing. I do this with all my athletes. You need to do this with the employees that are at arm, that are in within reach to you. And then you need to teach people within your organization to do this because you have an organization where the leadership cares about the people. You can get more, demand more, and I can guarantee you that the performance of your people is going to go up. So the first thing is a very simple one. And it's something we all know is that we all want to be loved. The second thing is, of the, the second of the 10 truths, is that uh, we all want to be part of something larger than ourselves. You know, and you cannot be, you know, when you don't feel as if you're a part of it. Now, I want you to stop for a second. We happen to be in college football season, but I want you to understand the tribal nature and what college football, how great sports is. You know, at this time in our history, you know, things are very volatile. There's a lot of stress. There's a lot of uh, back and forth. But when you go to a sports arena and your team's playing, you know, all the things that divide us evaporate. It's just our team, our guys out there, our gals out there, and all the things that normally divide us, race, socioeconomic uh, backgrounds, whatever religion, that all evaporates because we all have a shared common purpose. We have a shared experience and we're all rooting for the same thing. And one of the, you know, uh, the, the, the things is that when we're doing that, it's because we all know we belong and uh, we want to be part of something larger than ourselves. We show up in the fight gear of the of the of the team that we're rooting for. You know, we show up in the uniforms and we and, and we feel closer and connected. 
And then the and then the really great teams and the really great coaches and the really great players, they what do they do? They reach out and say, listen, you know, you're our 12th man. You know, you're very important. The role that you play in this organization is important to us. You are part of our team. You know, so that's why we do this. And so when you have a business or if you have a team, you know, and you are treating people as widgets, you know, you're here, you're there, you got to do this. You know, you, you, you can you may be able to get by. But if they feel as if they're part of an organization, that they're valued within the organization, that they're a part of it, that they matter within the organization, it has a profound impact on their psyche, on the way that they go about and approach their job, and the way they approach the way that their involvement in the organization. So, you know, your job as a leader is to make them feel as if they're part of something. They're part of this great mission that you're on. And how do you do that? That's a good question. Sometimes, listen, you have to have, you know, a vision that everybody needs to be a part of. What is our vision for this organization? What are we trying to be? Are we trying to be the number one title company? Are we trying to be the number one, you know, team in the league? Are we trying to be the world champion? Are we trying to be the best in investment bank? Whatever it is, the way that you get people a part of that is to help them share your vision. Help them share the vision that you have for them and the organization. That makes them a part of it. If they know that you care about them, right? We all want to be loved and they all feel part of something bigger than themselves. You're on your way in building a tremendous culture. So what is the third thing, right? We all want to be loved. We all want to be part of something larger than ourselves. The third one, the last one I'm going to talk about today, right? Is they all want to, we all want to know our place in the world and that our place matters. And this doesn't mean, listen, it's easy in business to look at the top of the earners and say that the, the, you know, the top earners are the ones that really matter. But if you want to build a world-class organization, you want to build a world-class team, you want to build a world-class uh, uh, business, then you need to make every single person in that business feel important to the business, that their role, their contribution matters. I want to tell you a quick story. I've told this several times. It's one of my favorite stories. I used to be the strength, a, a, an assistant strength and conditioning coach at the University of Maryland, uh, football program. And, you know, there's, uh, when I started, you know, they call the guy the low man on the totem pole. Well, I worked for that guy. That's how low my job was. And, uh, but I was happy to be there. And this is back in an era, um, when Maryland was preseason ranked number one and the great Bobby Ross, coach Ross, who would uh, later go on to coach, you know, in the NFL and take Georgia Tech to the national championship. You know, he was there and he was this legendary figure. And I was as far away from him in the organization as you could possibly be. I was at the bottom of the bottom. And uh, one day, one of my jobs at the end of every weightlifting practice or every, you know, workout was to clean up the gym. So I was there with the broom one day and everybody had left. It was just me and I was going to, you know, shut the doors and leave. And I looked out onto the, looked out the double doors, looking out onto the practice field. And I saw Coach Ross getting a jog in and he was by himself. And then I saw him stop and I saw him notice me in the doorway and uh, he began to walk. And immediately he sort of looked in my direction and my heart dropped into my feet. And I said, oh, my God, you know, uh, I've never I'd never really talked to Coach Ross. Uh, I didn't even know if he knew who I was. Uh, you know, I know he'd seen me, but I didn't know if he knew my role in the organization. Anyway, I kind of ducked in and I went to work and and, and then two or three minutes later, he was I mean, he was hundreds of yards away on the practice field. And when he got inside, uh, I looked up and Coach Ross was looking and I was in the corner and he caught my eye and he began to walk over to me. And as every step he took, you know, beads of sweat began to form my forehead. I said, oh, my God, what did I do? 
you know, am I going to get fired right here? What are, you know, and I'm looking around, I'm trying to think, I'm, my throat's getting dry, my heart's beating out of my chest. And I remember he walked up to me and he put his hand out and said, uh, Bruce, right? And I was stunned. Um, I didn't even know he knew my name. And I said, yes, sir. He said, uh, he goes, you know, I just want you to know how much I appreciate what you do for our organization. And he reached his hand down, and I shook his hand, and he saw that I was pushing a broom, and I had leaned the broom up against one of the weightlifting racks, and he grabbed the broom, and he began to work with me. And after practice, all alone, in the weight room, Coach Ross and I pushed a broom. And I went over to the trash can, and he held the liner for me, and I dumped the trash into the can. He might have spent, you know, four or five minutes with me max. And he made me feel so a part of that organization. The lowest guy on the totem pole at that time. He made me feel so a part of that organization. He filled me full of pride. He filled me full of, he knew, you know, that, that I was there and that I was contributing and that even though I was cleaning the floor and emptying the trash can, that I was important to him. And I don't think I ever worked harder for a guy. And I don't think, listen, this is 30 some years later and I'm still telling this story. And every time I do, I tear up because this, you know, this is one of the most profound lessons I ever learned. This guy made me feel that I was important. In those four or five minutes, he accomplished three things. He let me feel that I was important to him. He made me feel part of the organization. And he made me feel that what I was doing was important. And, you know, I'll never forget it as long as I live. And I want to share it with each one of you. When you're out there and you're a coach and, you know, we all have a tendency or if you're a leader, we all have a tendency to lean towards and pay attention, you know, to the high performance in the organization. But if you really want to build an organization, a team, a team that will come together and perform at its highest level together, then you need to reach down into every level of the organization and let them know those three things. Now, you know, everybody wants to be loved. Everybody wants to be part of something larger than themselves, and everybody wants to know that their contribution matters. Coach Ross did that in four minutes and changed my life, taught me lessons I've never forgotten, taught me lessons I still use today when in, in coaching uh, and, and running a small business, and something that I want to share with all of you. You know, it's very simple. Didn't, and I'll tell you this, I'm sure Coach Ross felt better about it himself now. I'll bet you a thousand bucks Coach Ross had done that, you know, a hundred times. And it's just the way he was, you know, it wasn't something that he, it wasn't contrived for him. It was just something that he did. But I tell you the impact it made on me and the impact, you know, think about how that was like a, he just dropped a little stone into a, into the pond of my life. And I rippled out and I was early to work the next day and I was working as hard as I could for the guys. And I was listening and learning and trying to figure out ways to contribute. And I took pride in wearing, you know, being part of the Maryland program. So, you know, that's a lesson that I have never forgotten. And. When I, over the years as a coach, as I began to formulate my own ideas and my own opinions and my own philosophies, you know, that moment with Coach Ross was one, it was foundational, right? It was foundational. And it's part of the 10 truths. Uh, and the three that we just went over. We all want to be loved. We all want to be part of something larger than ourselves. And we all want to know that our contribution matters. Now, Coach Ross gave an example of how you can do that in five minutes. 
And you don't have to do that every day. You don't have to do that, you know, uh, you don't have to, you know, get down with the janitor and clean every day. And you don't have to get with the, you know, but I'll tell you this, if you ever lend a helping hand, if you ever take the time to know them, if you ever take the time, to let them know they matter to you and that you appreciate their contribution, uh, you know, you'll be able to get more of that person at every level in your organization uh, than simply barking controls or putting up, you know, uh, business plans or any of that other stuff. That's important. But at the end of the day, we're human beings. And you're building a team and you're building an organization. Let people know you care about them. Let them feel part of something. Let them share your vision. Share your vision with them and make them part of it. And then let them know that what they do, whatever it is, is important to the accomplishment of that vision for all of us. Okay. So we're going to leave it at that today. A real short one, uh, but a strong one. And, you know, it's three of the 10 truths. I'll get into the rest of them coming up. I want to thank you again for joining me. This is Coach Bruce Babishan, a.k.a. your corner man. As always, it is an absolute honor and a pleasure for you to join me for my show each week. Everything I do here is for you uh, and to try and share and contribute to you being a better leader, building better teams, and, and, and having your people or yourself perform at a higher level. Again, if you're listening to my podcast at, on my website, www.yourcornerman.com, please leave your email address. Stay in touch with us. If you're listening on Apple or Stitcher, please drive us up in the rankings. Leave a five-star rating. And that'll drive us up. More people get to hear it and more people get to, you know, uh, a benefit from everything that, that, that I try and share with you. So, again, I want to thank you so much for joining me this week. This is Coach Bruce Babishan saying thank you again and I will hear you and see you next time. Mm-hmm.